0: Hey everybody, this is Ames and Lauren and you're listening to the Yeah nah, Maybe podcast.
1: The show that talks about absolutely everything for people who love to talk shit. I don't like haunted stuff. I would like to just to say that first and foremost. It, I love it. Yeah, it scares <laughs> me. Um, I'm a bit of a sook. So as much as I love that stuff like haunted stuff makes me feel uncomfortable because I feel like spirits will attach themselves to me or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So um, the very first one that I found when I Googled was Picton. So I love Picton. For some reason, I'm actually really drawn to Picton. Okay. So it's a quaint town southwest of Sydney, and apparently it is one of Australia's most haunted towns. So it had ghost tours from the late 90s up until 2011 and apparently um, the council had shut it down. Okay, um, And there's no reason as to why. I don't know. So apparently one of the highlights of the tour was Red Bank Range Tunnel. Mm-hmm. So the tunnel runs... 592 feet in length and it's carved into the hills of the picton region so it was used between 1867 and 1919 so the tunnel served as a corridor for train services to and from melbourne okay so um obviously a new line was built that went around the hills but this was like the the og so apparently there are some rumors that there are spirits wandering the tunnel and allegedly related to a high number of suicides and deaths which took place on the train line before it diverted at a later stage. Okay. So apparently witnesses have seen lights, gusts of winds and shadows in the tunnel. And there are also rumours of a ghost of a girl who had been assaulted and murdered. Ugh. Um, but apparently she's rarely seen. And someone who is seen a lot, though, is a girl who had hung herself at the entrance of the tunnel. Ugh. So apparently her spirit is... They're taunting people. Hanging around. Hanging around. Yeah. So, I mean, I've never been to this tunnel and literally tunnels aren't my thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm claustrophobic. So, UK
1: fair. Yeah. If it's a dark tunnel, no. you're going to feel like you're in a hole. So, I yeah. get it.
0: Yeah. I couldn't even go in an MRI machine when Ooh, I really? broke my ankle. They were kind of like, they had to remove all my senses because it's like small space, yeah. going to get trapped, going to die. Yeah. Interesting. So the, the tunnel would be quite freaky. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: I don't, I, don't, I just couldn't do it. I just think, like, anywhere that looks eerie or feels eerie, why would you go into it? Obviously there's someone to hide in there. <laughs> like, there's, there's been death here. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm going to head in and just check it out. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, no, that, absolutely avoiding the, the tunnel, tunnel in Picton.
0: <laughs> if it wasn't a tunnel, it was like an alleyway or something like that. I Where it's like more open yeah, space. Yeah, like I would yeah. have happily gone in, done a little investigation with my little magnifying glass. I was about I don't know. to say, I could totally see you doing that with like Just a little magnifying in. glass, like a little hat. What's going on in here like Sherlock Holmes? Mm.
1: Oh, it's cute. Oh well, yeah, but no, no. It's a no. It's a no from it's me. It's a firm no from you. It's a firm no. But yeah, I just thought it was interesting because yeah. I like I like Picton. I'm, I really wanted to live in Picton. so oh. it's interesting that like yeah. But anyway, I'll just avoid the tunnel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> avoid it. <laughs> well, I prepared three items, and I I asked you via text the other day. Do you know the full story of Annabelle mm, the doll? No. And you're like no. Um, I don't like doll stuff too. (laughs) See, I love them. There's a couple of really famous dolls. Robert the doll is one and he wreaks havoc on a museum that he's in. And then there's one called Peggy. And Peggy is that haunted that people claim that they will look at her image and then feel sick from just looking at a picture of her. Um, I had an instance, I was researching her for some reason and um, the page kept crashing, and I couldn't load it. This particular website. So what the fuck? She's creepy. A lot of them are creepy. Annabelle. Annabelle's quite widely known because of the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's fair. it's that um, really creepy-looking doll mm-hmm. with you know the creepy eyes. Annabelle didn't look like that. She was just a raggedy end doll. She was yep. just your stock standard plush rabbity raggedy end doll. There was mm. there was not um she wasn't as the movie portrayed her to be. okay. So if we um, just talk a little bit about her history. So there's a young lady by the name of Donna and she received Annabelle from her mother in the 1970s. I think the the, the story was that she'd always wanted one. Okay. And um, long story short, the mother ended up finding one mm-hmm. at like a secondhand store, gave it to her daughter. Her daughter, however, at this point was in university. So she's not... A small child. She doesn't want a kid. Okay, yeah. No. So, um, yeah, they call it a hobby store, but I think that's like, I, I don't know what that is really. And <laughs> I got no idea what a hobby store no, is. That's I'm, fair. I'm assuming it's, or is it like a store that has like Lego and stuff? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, her mum bought it, gave it to her. Yep. So Donna was in or at university college. I think it's college because it's American. And she was sharing a house or a flat with a friend by the name of Angie and she brings the doll into the house and they're both like well it's a doll it's you know she looks fine she looks harmless but (laughs) over time they started to notice that things were moving on their own but it was only really subtle and it was just things like a change in position or something maybe moving from one side of the bench to the other it wasn't that they were viewing it, but it was they would put something somewhere and go, I don't think I left that like yeah, that. Yeah, okay, yeah,
1: fair. Yep. So it
0: was weird. Anyway, the it kind of escalated really fast and from moving stuff, they started to see that she was completely able to move herself and she started moving herself around the apartment. So they would leave Annabelle on Donna's bed when they left to go to, to college. Um, they were both studying a nursing degree mm-hmm. and then they'd come back and find her on the couch. And they're like, how the hell did she get here? Anyway, um, they had a friend, I can't remember if he lived with them or was just a friend by the name of Lou, and Lou hated the doll. He was like, this thing's creepy, it's shit, I don't like it. Yeah. He said to them, this is something not right about it and I don't feel comfortable in its presence. And the girls were like, well, we don't believe in this stuff, so calm down, like take a chill pill. It's just a raggedy Ann doll, like what can it do? Yeah. Soon Donna started finding pieces of parchment paper with messages written on it that said, help us and help Lou. So just little notes randomly in places around the apartment. And it kind of continued to escalate. And one night they actually returned home to find Annabelle on Donna's bed with blood on her hands and it was just like a red liquid, mm. but it looked like it was actually coming from the doll. It wasn't that she went and did something and it was someone else's blood. Yeah. So then Donna decided, look, this is starting to get weird. I'm going to bring in a medium and I'm going to see if there's something going on with this doll. Yeah. So she does. Uh, the medium says that the apartment block that that they're living in had uh, – field on it previously before that it was built and there was a seven-year-old girl by the name of Annabelle Higgins and she was found dead in a field her spirit remained and then came and they believe came to the doll and latched itself onto the doll okay. as, as the doll was given to Donna and she brought it into the house yeah so Donna and Angie very compassionate people. They said, "Look, if this is the case, we're happy having the doll around us. We, we yeah. don't, we don't mind. You know, if there's, yeah. you know, if we can give her a comfortable place, we're not too concerned." Yeah. So at this point, Lou started having really bad dreams, and he had one in particular where he in the it was a nightmare. But he was laying in bed, and then Annabelle came up the bottom of the bed and started crawling to him in his sleep and then put her hands around his throat and started choking him out. So he he would wake up after these insane dreams, completely terrified, and then he felt like the blood had been cut off from, like, the circulation in his neck. So he was like, this feels too real. Mm. What the hell's going on here? A few days later, the girls were planning a road trip and they hear something moving around in Donna's room and they're like, what the hell is that? And then so Lou Lou creeps over to the door um, and they can hear the rustling still, flings the door open and Annabelle was sitting in the corner of the room. She was put on the bed and she's sitting in the corner of the room. So Lou approaches the doll and he's like, what the hell? And then he feels burning on his back and neck And he was like, I think someone's behind me. And so he starts looking behind him. No one was there. And then he felt pain in his chest. He looked at his shirt and there were um, claw marks and like ditches in his flesh on his chest. But um, they started healing almost immediately. So he was like, what the hell? Um, So anyway, at this point they're like something sus is going on. So they call in Ed and Lorraine Warren. Mm-hmm. Paranormal investigator, extraordinaire. They, yeah. they call them in. It didn't take them long to work out. This is not a ghost. This is a demon. This is not a ghost. This is yeah. not, you're, you're not housing a doll out of the goodness of your heart and it's a young, sweet girl. You're actually dealing with something that's truly fucked up. Yeah. So they said, um, look, the doll's not possessed. There's a there's a spirit demon with it. It's looking to possess a person. And you're Mm. in the firing line and this is not safe for you. So they end up giving the doll to Ed and Lorraine Mm -hmm. and then they call, the girls call a priest in um, and they do like a cleansing of the environment and Ed and Lorraine take the doll, put it in the bag and they head off. Uh, they're driving and Ed says to Lorraine, I, "I just have this really bad feeling. If we stay on the main motorways, I feel like we're going to have an accident or something weird's going to happen. So we need to take the back streets." And Lorraine was was like, "Yep, no problems." So they end up doing <laughs> so, um, and then almost immediately the car stops. They're having engine problems, so uh, Ed goes and pulls out some holy water, splashes the doll, and and the, the car starts up again, and off they go. They make it home. They take her home and things start to escalate for them and weird shit, same sort of stuff happening around mm. the house. And eventually what that what they had to do was build the cage for it, so build that that glass. Have you seen the glass box that she's in? She's in, so it sits in their museum, which is in their basement, I mm-hmm. believe, and it's in a big uh, cased box with a glass cover on it. Okay. And it says, don't touch, don't open. Mm -hmm. Because if you touch it, you could potentially have issues. And if you open it, it's going to allow the demon out of the box. And um, she moves in the box. She moves all the time. They see her moving in the box. One minute she's in one position, she's in the next. But she's severely, severely haunted. And they have a priest. Before they passed away, a priest would come in weekly and basically splash holy water over this entire room because she's not the only thing Mm. they have the weirdest shit in this room but they say she was the most dangerous and you know people have gone so they they used to have tours i don't know where all their stuff is now yeah um but they used to have tours and people would come through and there was one guy who was kind of banging on the casing and they were like, you can't touch that. And the guy was like, ha-ha, you're a doll, you're a doll. And he ends up getting in a severe car accident when he left. There was somebody else who did something similar, had a heart attack, um, you know, oh, like. How dumb are you? Yeah, like, ha-ha, you're a dumb doll. <laughs> and, and the Warrens are like, don't do this. Like you you don't know what you are mocking yeah. and the 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 depths of its power. Yeah. So she's in there. She, she will never be taken out and she can't be taken out. She gets blessed every week which she hates, and she just moves around that box continuously. Mm. She fucked.
1: Can you imagine? Like, just say you were that demon's doll, right? So you're a (laughs) demon and a doll, and you're locked in a box for all eternity. Like, You're going to be mad. You're going to be fucking pissed. Imagine if literally somebody takes out that doll one day. Mm -hmm. It goes, you're free, Annabelle. Like are going to just wreak havoc. I can tell you right now, if I was in that doll and I was there for fucking years, I would go absolutely ballistic and rain fucking hellfire on
0: people. And then it's like, so they're like, well, what else can we do with it? You can't mm. burn because the, it's literally, it's haunted. It's got something attached to it. Yeah. And so they're like, well, what do we do with yeah. it? Yeah. You know, and they, they've kind of got no option. Do you bury it and then risk Someone digging it up. Yeah. So it's it's on display in this case for a reason. as a huge warning to everybody to not go anywhere near her. Um, but the movie's really over-exaggerated. Oh, well, that's
1: just normal, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. they make
0: her look um, demonic. She doesn't. She's just a normal Raggedy Ann doll, um, just your stock standard. Something's occurred. She got haunted, possessed, whatever it is. Um, so, yeah. Oh, it's so wild. Yes, yeah, so I don't and like this shit. The other side of things is um, the Warrens were accused of um, not dramatizing, but kind of exaggerating the extent of the hauntings for the for the mm-hmm. items that they mm-hmm. had. Yeah. And they did that for publicity and yep. money and all the rest of it. But um, I mean, there's sometimes there's things you just can't explain, though, right? Exactly. Like, and I think you've got to have an open mind with this stuff. But of course, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to go see her. Mm. But I'd never invite her to my space. I don't I don't feel comfortable around dolls. It's like Robert the Doll, he's also in a case in a museum and he was taunted extremely taunted mm. by individuals so much so every week the museum received um sorry letters for anyone who's come in and doubted his ability. They've gone home and serious things have happened and they write sorry letters to him. Wow. And if you look at him in his case, the whole back wall are sorry letters and then he's got a pile in his little case as well of people like who doubt him and he's like, I'm going to fuck with you. Mm. And they get home and then they're like, tell tell Robert we're sorry. People ring the museum. Yeah. It's fucking creepy. Anyway, that's (laughs) the story of Annabelle. Don't like it.
1: Don't like it. (laughs) Don't like it. Oh, okay. Well, mine aren't, mine literally aren't so creepy because they're places and things just happen. And like, I feel like sometimes objects are creepier than places. Because
0: you might not know. You stumble across something yeah. and then you're like.
1: But then, like, with like places, you can just fucking leave.
0: But then do things attach to Most you? likely. But that's
1: why you have to be absolutely prepared and like High cleanse, cleanse yourself. Sorry, this guy's just staring at us. <laughs>
0: um welcome (laughs) so fucking weird
1: anyway yeah no i think they do attach if you are receptive to that i agree um but that's why like i always protect myself that's why i like i wear my crystals and i do like all that kind of stuff i always sage myself
0: because (laughs) i sage myself (laughs) yeah because y'all can get fucked.
1: oh my gosh okay so the second one that i have is sydney's quarantine
0: station Have you been there? No, I haven't, but I think I've heard the extent of Okay. The hauntings. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So
1: this one here is, I think, near the harbor or something like that. Um, so it's basically a place where Oh, is that at the rocks? Oh, I don't know if it's at the rocks. I will have to fact check this. Okay. But basically, um, it's a place where it was just full of isolation, suffering, disease, and death. Okay. right. That's just the whole premise of the whole place. Um, and I'll tell you a story about, like a personal story after this. Okay. So apparently it was built on grounds used by Indigenous tribes for healing and burial rituals. Mm-hmm. And the quarantine station has been used for isolation of suspected diseases carried over 150 years. So from the 1830s to 1984, migrant ships arriving in Sydney with suspected contagious diseases stopped in the north head and then offloaded passengers and crew into this quarantine um to obviously protect the people from getting sick so apparently it ran for about 150 years um and it went through like a period of like huge infections Mm -hmm. and then a period of like quietness you know and like the people's health kind of got better and stuff like that anyway so many paranormal tours go through the quarantine station currently still. Which is why I think I might have been there. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's quite popular. So apparently it goes from like family friendly tours all the way to like extreme tours. Oh, I want to do that. Of course. With an option of staying overnight. I want to do that. Fuck that. So guests can also take part in paranormal investigations run by the tour guides. This is so your thing. I can tell. This is so your fucking thing. I'm like, where do I sign up? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So apparently to the site's resident medium... There are at least 50 spirits wandering the hospital and the dining halls and the shower block and the morgue. Um, So apparently there's a very ominous mannequin that lies under a sheet and the stench of death apparently ignites the imagination. Okay. So people who visit the now empty quarantine station are often pushed by people who are not there. Okay. So let me tell you a story. Okay. (laughs) So I've had my – I've had two people go there. And one was my dad, yeah. and one was an uh, old friend that I don't speak to, but he was very receptive to this thing. Yeah. So, my dad went in, and he said, 100 percent, there's people here yeah. because he can feel the energies." Yeah. He said a lot of them are, a lot of them are harmless. They just like to have fun. Um, and like taunt you because what else they're gonna do? Mm. Um, and then, so he said, like, a few different weird things happen. Like, he could, he would feel like somebody, something like touching him, or like things would like flicker, or, mm. you know, just kind of just things like that. Um, and then I had my friend, um, or ex friend, who went to this place, and she said, in the shower blocks specifically, she's like, it's so fucking scary. She's like, doors were like opening and slamming shut um and she's like i heard voices in there and she's just like she's like i'm sometimes she's like i'm skeptical so she's like i went i went looking you know are there speakers places are there like winds places and she's like but it's not it's everything's fucking closed and there's Mm. not speakers anywhere why would they have speakers but she went looking and then like she's like no she felt too many things in there but apparently for her it didn't feel friendly yeah it felt like evil yeah um but i mean at the end of the day it's a ground that was used by indigenous tribes for healing and burial rituals you know and then we've built something on top of it to who knows how they treat sick people Mm. you know and quarantine these people back in the fucking 1830s and the volume of death associated with illness exactly right exactly right so i think it's just a place of respect turned into a place of just death and disease. Yeah. I think that mixture is kind of, I think, a potentially upset spirits. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's just been disrespected.
0: And yeah. I, I think on that, I was, um, I did an episode on my own podcast the other day around the Cecil Hotel and all mm-hmm. of the the death and the tragedy. And I was talking about, you know, how can a location have so much, you know, catastrophic death, illness and and just pure evil there and not be impacted by it. Yeah. You know, like it raises that question of how can a place filled with this shit not embrace some of it Mm. and then maintain some of it? Because if you think about it, there's so much death due to illness and then a burial ground rituals. Like what do you expect? Yeah, well,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh <laughs>
0: haunted stuff. All right. Give me give me something. Catskill crone okay. is another one. I hadn't heard of this before. Yeah, I've not heard of that. So it's a statue. It's a little wooden statue. Okay. And it's got three nails in each eyeball. <laughs> Why? And it's, it's kind of like hand carved, so it's this little um, hold. So that's that's what it looks like. Okay, okay, yeah. The little oh, and the noose around its neck is the other point. Okay. So I just for those for those listening, um, I just showed what it looked like, um, and it's got yeah a, roose, a noose tied um around its neck okay so there were a couple and they were trekking they were hikers and they were somewhere in new york's catskill mountains and they were okay. trekking and they come across it and they're like what is this i'm taking it with me i was about to say the
1: first thing you fucking do is leave it
0: leave the fucking thing alone
1: <laughs> okay Um, yes so so they They take it
0: they take it they decide you know we'll take it home and that is exactly what they did they get home and shit blows up muddy footprints through the house at random points in time just footprints with mud Mm -hmm. um the smell of pond water shadowy figures things moving your Mm. usual just plethora of of ghostly shit (laughs) um so it's not clear if it was being used as a voodoo doll and then they've intercepted it in some capacity. Okay. Um, because it it roughly looks like a voodoo doll with the noose around its neck. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of the times those types of um figures are used for acts of revenge. Yeah. But the thing that people also don't know is um it's also used for positive as well. Oh, yeah. So by do- making a voodoo doll, you can ensure that things of like abundance and wo- whatever Of course, so you can go both ways, yeah. absolutely.
1: I think it's just voodoo and hoodoo kind of always associated exactly. with negative connotations, yeah.
0: So for this one, um, they ended up just donating it. Like they were like, mm. we never should have picked this up, we never should have taken it. Um, and then as soon as they did, everything kind of calmed down. I don't know where they donated it to. Mm. Um, however, I... Got me thinking and there's – so down behind my house there is a, there's like a track when I walk the dog. It's yeah. past like a nursing home. We go up to this bush area. We investigate the bush because it's a puppy dog and, you know, <laughs> yeah. everything's around, yeah. amazing. Like, you know, you go outside and everything smells great. And so we investigate and then we come back around and then we cut through the front of the nursing home. There's like mm-hmm. a track there. Mm-hmm. We go up the hill. And it turns into bush and then there's a swamp where the ducks are and we go duck watching and he lays down and watches them. Anyway, there is something there that I see every single time and I'm going to show you a picture. Oh, my gosh. Okay.
1: My um, first question is have you
0: touched it? Didn't touch it. Okay. <laughs> Wouldn't touch it, didn't touch it. It changes all the time. It changes all the time? All the time. days it has flowers in it. It's got always got a feather in it. So for those listening, it's a stump of um, a tree. I think they've just chopped the top off, and then mm. on the stump there are feathers, usually flowers, particular plants and leaves, and it changes all the time. So basically, and,
1: then, and that feathers like right at the end
0: too. Once a week, it's different. I've never touched it. I never would for the per like for the reason of this this particular item. You don't know what you're mm. touching. Like it's weird, right? I don't know what it is. It looks like an offering of some sort. Yeah, it's quite an odd one. Very, very bizarre. But anyway, the, the cat'skill crone actually reminded me yeah. of, of that. Interesting. So yeah, I won't be touching it. Yeah, no, no, don't touch. Don't touch that. <laughs> it looks.
1: Um, it, it's weird, right? Yeah, especially the placement of the feather. But and I, the feathers always in the same spot. Yeah, I think it's an offering and I wouldn't touch it. Yeah. I would just leave it alone. Maybe she'll leave a note there and be like, hey, I'm really interested in what this means. I would love to have but a chat I, about it.
0: I have to touch it. Do you have to touch it? Unless I drop the note. Oh, I don't I don't want to go near it. I never go near it. Yeah, ever. okay, fair, fair. Anyway, that's the uh, Catskill, Catskill Crone.
1: Okay, interesting. Yeah. All right, so my last place is um, Monte Cristo Homestead, and this is a rural town um, outside of, I think it's called Juni. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of that. I've never no. heard of it. But apparently I've never heard of this whole situation, yeah. so I've just kind of, like I said, I Googled something. And then it says, it holds a reputation of Australia's most haunted private re- residence. Okay, So allegedly experiencing hauntings from at least 10 ghostly entities. Mm-hmm. So the original section was completed in 1885, with additional sections being added to the house over the years. So the Monte Cristo Homestead has been explored by many ghost hunters, and it's been featured um, on the world famous Castles of Spirits website. Okay, yeah. So the apparently it um, people have a lot of really interesting kind of experiences there. Mm-hmm. So the current owners moved into. The, the then derelict home in 1963 and now run the tours from the property. So apparently the, the ghosts that live there, so there's a ghost of the original resident. So her, her name is Mrs. Crawley and she's been seen many times in her former bedroom. Many visitors report feelings of being unwelcome, yeah. um, of being held in a place when they're trying to ascend the stairs. So okay. they're just frozen in time. And Ooh. remember I told you I had, I've had this experience. yes. Um, not here, but somewhere else. Yeah. Um, ghostly voices have been reported as well. Um, visiting psychics have reported that Mrs. Crawley's presence in the dining room, and having left the room several times during a meal after allegedly being ordered to leave by the old lady. Mm. So she's like.
0: I'm Get out of my out.
1: house. <laughs> okay, <laughs> bye. Um, and then there's been mysterious lights and full body apparitions reportedly uh, witnessed as well throughout the years by visitors and guests. Mm. The interesting thing about this is, um, I got married at Gladstead, Gled Gladswood, Gledswood Homestead. Sorry, Gledswood okay. Homestead down near Camden. Yeah. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't. So apparently, this house is haunted as well. Okay. So there's a whole bunch of like, there's a wedding aspect, and there's like this house that, that you take photos in. Yeah. But it's haunted. Yeah. So, I had um, some photos in front of the house. I went inside the house and was in one particular room, and I was like, "This room is okay. I can feel it's okay." But there was this long hallway. I got just fucking goosebumps. Ah! There was this long hallway and a whole bunch of like doors to like different parts of the house, and I there was a threshold. That I was, I never crossed. Yeah. And like, people were just like, you know, like the photographer and whatever, they were walking up and down, like whatever. And I said, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. And they were like, why? I'm like, they do not want us here. No. Like, I, just straight away, I was yeah. like, this, ha- this house needs to remain untouched. Yeah. So apparently they have ho- um ghost tours in the house as well. So we were taking photos outside, right? <laughs> and the photographer was taking photos we had there was one the second photographer had gone through and ta- turned on all the lights in the house yeah. so the photos would look good yeah everyone was outside so my all my bridal party had gone back to the the reception room and then we were at the front of the house with the two photographers one by one the lights would turn off from the end of the house bang 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 love it and my photographer Ooh. was like what's going on? Like, I was just like, I told you they don't <laughs> want us here. You know, so I'm like, let's wrap this up yeah, and fuck get off out. because yep. like, I don't want to be, no, I don't want to be there. No. And when they're just Fair. like, fuck you. Get out of my <laughs> get house. Get out of my house. I've told you <laughs> so many times. Like, but yeah, no, it was just, yeah. it was not like an evil kind of energy. It was just more of a, listen, they've had enough. They don't want us here. Just like they just want to be in their house by themselves. Now leave them alone. And that's the feeling that I got. So I respected that and I was like, we need to go.
0: And if they are frequently viewing um, like people coming through for photos, it might just be that point of they just want to be left. I'm done. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Just leave me. Yeah, exactly right. So
1: yeah, so I've had a similar experience with um, the place I
0: got married. Love it. <laughs> <I> love that. <laughs> My very last one is called The Goddess of Death. The Goddess of Death. Right. It's pretty okay. cool. What a name. So it is a limestone statue. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like a vase, if I'm mm-hmm. honest, and it's this. Um, oh, I've seen this. Yes. yes. It's yeah. like. It looks like hips, really. Like, yes. Like an hourglass kind of That's thing, right? One. Yeah. hmm So, this was actually unearthed in Lempa, Cyprus in 1878. And it has the nickname of the Goddess of Death, but its real actual name is Women from Leb, Mm -hmm. Lemb. And it dates back to 3500 BC. So, they don't know its true purpose. Yeah. But they think it was a fertility statue or a representation of a goddess whose name that has just being forgotten right yeah it has become known for its deadly effect on its owners Interesting. so the statue has belonged to at least four different families and each one has suffered a great amount of tragedy just after taking the piece home with them so lord Elfont was the first owner and then within six years of actually buying and having the statue all seven of his family members passed away The second owner, Ivor Minucci, and his whole family died within four years of having the statue. Oh, my God. The third owner, Lord Thompson Knoll, suffered the death of his whole family within four years of having it. The statue eventually ended up as the property of Sir Alan uh, Biverbrook, I think it is, and he and his wife and their two daughters died. So to try to stop this item from being passed around and harming anyone else, the um, the Lord Thompson actually had two surviving sons and they actually ended up donating the statue, the statue to the Royal Scottish Museum in Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. And um, the museum curator who actually touched it yeah. died within a year. What the actual fuck? Yeah. So it is... Tucked away and it's also in a glass case. Cannot be touched, cannot cause harm. But it is in a museum tucked away in a box and it just can't be touched because everyone dies who touches it. (laughs) The look of horror on your face. You're like. I think I'm just like.
1: I think I'm just gobsmacked that things like this actually exist. Uh. Like. And it can't just be coincidence. It can't. When, Look at all that death. When there's like a series of events that happen the exact same way. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, oh. It's insane. There's just too many things in this world that I just don't understand. Yeah. My stupid, tiny little brain just can't comprehend no. and it annoys me. Neither.
0: <laughs> and I just feel like it's this thing of. Respect. If it's Mm. something that we don't understand or something that we don't comprehend, there's a level of respect, I think. And for this type of thing, it's, you know, it was donated, it's tucked away, Mm -hmm. we respect it, we don't go near the cage, the the box thing, we don't knock on it, we don't be a dickhead, we just go righto, we don't understand it, it's unexplained, but let's just keep it away from people just in case there's something sinister occurring. Yeah,
1: exactly right.
0: Fuck, man.
1: Don't like it. Neither.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's all from us. I think we uh, are creeped out. Um, <laughs> I'm actually quite happy because I enjoyed every single one of those. I'm good. Um am <laughs> We might call it. <laughs> so um, you can hit us up on our socials at Pod. You can drop us an email at yenrmabypod at outlook.com. Amazing. We look forward to seeing you next week. Yes. That's fun. all for us. Bye.